Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Just bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie will connect you with local pros who match your specific needs. Or book a service instantly at an upfront price. So join the millions of homeowners who use Angie to care for their homes and get your next home service job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Just bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie will connect you with local pros who match your specific needs or book a service instantly at an upfront price. So join the millions of homeowners who use Angie to care for their homes and get your next home service job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. I took the wheel of the car and placed it in behind it so that it wouldn't roll. If you do that, it wouldn't have rolled. Right, but what happened was because of the weight of the bag coming up, it dislodged the cart. That is starting. Happen. It happened. No, it didn't happen. These are the plaintiffs, Maria and Joe. Maria says she was driving in the parking lot of her local mall when boom, a runaway shopping cart slammed into her Cadillac. The defendant unloaded her packages, then carelessly let go of her cart on a steep hill. Now she won't pay up. They're here suing for the $1,973.94 it's going to cost in repairs. This is the defendant, Terry. She says the parking lot was defective because there were no guardrails and the Belgian block she anchored her car to failed. The plaintiff should also go through their insurance company because that's the reason you have insurance. Owe them all this money? No way. She's accused of being insecure. All parties, please use ready. What you are about to witness is real. The participants are not actors. They are actual litigants with a case pending in civil court. Both parties have agreed to drop their claims and have their cases settled here before Judge Marilyn Millian in our forum, the People's Court. Be seated, come forward. Litigants have been sworn, Your Honor. Okay. You're in a parking lot. Yes, Your Honor. And are you inside of your vehicle? Yes, I was. Okay, were you coming or going at that moment? I was coming into the parking lot. All right, um, take a look at that. Would that help you in explaining the, the drawing? Would that help you in explaining how it happened? Can you figure out what's drawn there? Um, you got the stop sign, you could. Does that? Oh, because I'm coming in this way. Okay, yes. does that help you? Okay, go ahead and go okay. over there and show me how it happened. We even have a little shopping cart for okay. you there and everything. Okay. You can pick any car to be okay. you. This is my car, Your Honor, okay. and I'm driving into the parking lot, and this is the hill, mm -hmm. so I'm about approaching this way to come up the hill. As I'm coming up the hill, the defendant is, I would say, over here, and this is the island, so she was right on the end with her shopping cart, and she was loading packages into the back of her vehicle. So as I'm coming up the hill, the cart let go from her. She let go? Yes. And she banged my car once. It ricocheted off into the door. 
and then it came back again a second time, and then it hit my front fender. What did it hit that had it come back a second time? It just bounced off and hit again. Hit, right, but it, oh, it bounced off and just, and it's, it didn't Correct. hit anything else. It no, just came no. again. No, we were on a hill, so yeah, it was yeah, yeah, yeah. So then I came up the hill. As I came back up the hill, she was standing there, so she saw it happen, and she looked at me, and I rolled my window down. I had my daughter with me. She's not present at the time, but I have an affidavit from her. Um, and I rolled the window down to her and she looked at me and she said, I'm sorry, it was an accident. I said, you hit my car, you did damage. And she said, well, the car got away from me. I'm sorry, it was an okay. accident. And I All said- All right, go ahead and go back oh, there. Okay. Do you have, uh, you've submitted photographs of the damage? Yes. Okay. This is above the wheel well, is it? Or what am I looking at? Yes, yes that's the fender, the front okay. fender on the driver's side. Okay. Oh, what, who put this together? <laughs> this, I did. I love that. Okay, hold on one second. I love when people go that extra mile. All right, hold on one second. Where are your pictures? Here's the fender. Those, these are the actual fender. damage to the car. And there's a parking lot. And that's just the lot, so you can have more of a picture of. I got a pretty good picture. All right. So um, what about the door? You don't have pictures of the damage to the uh, door? Or I, it's, that a, it's a slight dent. I do have that one on my phone if you want yeah, to see like that to see one. It. Um, that one I didn't make a big deal of because... That, you have a right to make a big deal about all of them. Yeah, let me see the one on your phone. All right, ma'am, what happened? What happened was, um, it was the first time I was in the upper parking lot. There were no cart corrals. I looked around. The only thing available to anchor my cart was uh, Belgian blocks along the side where I was parked. Are we referring to these little things down here? It's an island right by Right, so cart. we're talking about... Can you bring that over to her? See. Yes, right. In yeah, the, those oh, little bricks right, down there. Right. Okay, was, they're about three inches off the ground. Right. So right. I anchored the, the back How, of What the, do you mean by anchor? I took the wheel of the cart and placed it in behind it so that it wouldn't roll. If you do that, it wouldn't have rolled. Right. But what happened was because of the weight of the bag coming up, it dislodged the cart. That is starting. Happen. It happened. No, nah, it didn't happen. I've watched this happen a million times. Okay? Okay. If you lift the wheels and put them three or four inches away from something, and then you lift a shopping bag, that doesn't cause a metal item to magically go in the air like a floating feather and then get dislodged. Okay? No. What happened is you lifted your last bag and the thing got away from you, which is what you told the police when you called the police that day. It's in the police report. So why the change of heart that it was your fault and you would pay? Because that's what you told the police. I did not. I went back to the police officer and I said to him, why did you put that in the police report? He said, because they said I would pay. The last thing I said to the police Hand officer, me the police report. Hand me the police report. I did an addendum to the police report. Oh, you did an addendum. Yeah, once you saw how much damage you'd done and you didn't want to pay it, then you went back and did an addendum to the police report. I am not lying. I just uh, said it. Ma'am, do you understand physics? Yes, I do. Okay, if you lift a shopping cart wheel and you anchor it, it wouldn't go. But you know what? I don't care if you anchored it that way or not, and it failed. Can I? Because I got a place you could put the shopping cart if there's no corrals. Oh, thank you. Very Where much. could you put the shopping cart? 
I don't think. Know I no want you to there. think. Put that thinking cap on. If you have a shopping cart and there's no corral for you to put the shopping cart in safely so it doesn't do damage to other people's cars, then where's a good place to put the shopping cart? Tell me. You honestly can't think about it? No, not on an incline like that. How about you put it where you found it, which is inside the store you just shopped at? The reason oh, that's too much trouble, right? It's super no, inconvenient for you. That's not the point. I had to get my super bag inconvenient out of it. for you. Wait, yeah, well, okay, hold on with one hand. Take it back because you can't have it both ways. You can't tell me that you were going to do that if you just told me that you anchored it. You see? Welcome back to People's Court, Harvey Levin here. So, defendants on an incline loses control, um, and the shopping cart hits yeah. the plaintiff's car. Who's responsible here? I think uh, she should be responsible. Does she uh, have any defense? I, I think yes. What's the uh, defense? Um, yeah, what's the defense? I think she didn't do it intentionally. Yeah. No, she didn't. It's not. Yeah, exactly. And it wasn't really her fault. If, and it probably, is, it, is it not her fault? I mean, there was no way for her to know that there'd be somebody right behind her. And she, she's, and she also did not. You buying that? Yeah, I mean, it's tough. I mean, accidents happen. But at the end of the day, the store should have assumed the risk. Really? This, could this could potentially happen on their property, but also that person should have insurance for their car. So is that uh, <laughs> is the woman with the shopping cart responsible? Yeah, I mean, accidents happen. I don't know the full context, but yeah, I mean, it, 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 I think it's on the store, honestly. OK, going inside the courtroom. What you did is what I watch happen every day in parking lots across America. Your needs, I suppose you were gonna cure cancer that day. Your needs were more important than taking two seconds to put the thing away. So it hits a car and you have the perfectly appropriate reaction at the time. It was an accident, I'm sorry, I'll pay. See, that's fine, accidents happen. It's careless, but it's an accident, it's not on purpose. What's making me angry is the attitude <clears throat> I see there now, and you're turning around and saying, claim it on your own insurance, lady, that's what insurance for. I talked to a lawyer. Well, that's what my so insurance So if you talk to a lawyer, me. you have an idiot lawyer, because that is not the law. Okay, if you let go of a cart and it's on an incline and you do damage, you shouldn't have let go of a cart because that's not the, the cart normal got away from thing her. to do. Oh, the cart got away from her. How did the cart get away from her? She, she anchored it. she took the bag it. out. Oh, she took a bag out. Wait, 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 wait. I want you to think because the reason everybody's laughing is because what you're saying can't happen. So here's your cart. It weighs what? What do those things weigh? Let's say conservatively it weighs if I tried to lift it, 30, 40 pounds? All right, so I don't know, I'm making it up. So it got, let's say a minimum 30 pounds. So you put that metal shopping cart, I shopped, I know what it weighs, don't make a face. All right, and then you put it over, there's a four inch thing that would stop it from moving. But your grocery bag, which weighs what? A pound, two pounds, how much no, did it No, it was packed, pounds? it was very heavy. Oh, very heavy. Okay, so you take the very heavy thing hands. out. Wait, 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 <clears throat> tell me, in the laws of physics, how it is that gravity would cause the sh shopping cart to come up, <laughs> off, and dislodge? Can you tell me? It happened, I'm not lying. Excuse me, Judge, if the- Who is he? My husband. Go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. Were you there, though? No, right? No, he was not. Okay, go ahead. No, no. Go ahead. No, but I, I'm going to let him talk. I want to hear it. I shop also. <laughs> yep. The and? inside bed 
of where this Belgian block is. If you can look at the photos, you'll see how high it is. Yeah. All right, so it's not sitting over four inches, it's up. Yeah, that's how it can't over. lift because you lifted a bag out of it. It doesn't uh, float. Does it fly? Is it a magic carpet I, shopping cart? When I shop myself, I go and I put my foot on the back and I lift up and the cart goes over the top of the Belgian uh -huh. block also. That's also rude, by the way. But go well, ahead. But All right, that's that's if, it's, if it's raining or snowing outside, you try to do that. And yeah, this I way understand. it doesn't roll down. Do you think no if she did that, it could possibly roll and do damage? If you're taking something out and it gets caught or whatever, it gets it caught. It gets caught. Oh, that's what happened now. A bag got caught and you dragged I'm the shopping cart I, I back over the Belgian block. Yes. Really? That's what happened? I don't know. It wasn't there. But when <laughs> she was taking the cart. Have you talked to your wife about it before you showed up at the people's taking, court? When she was taking the bag out, she was concerned of the heaviness of the bag and maybe it caught to it or whatever. Okay. But this, this what, is a, You know what? I'm going to let that marinate in your brains for a while so you understand how much <laughs> what you're saying can happen. And I don't even care if it, I can't even go to the, I don't even care if it did happen at the end, you dislodged it and it hit somebody. So I don't really care. It's your shopping cart, but also you are lying. You did not step on the back, bring it over, because then at least it wouldn't have been an errant cart and the damage wouldn't have happened. It still would have been rude in my estimation. The thing is, okay. no, 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 there's no question pending, okay? So either way, a shopping cart that was yours to control did damage. You think I'm gonna make her eat it? Or I'm gonna tell her, hey, Claim it on your insurance. You think her insurance is for your benefit? No, if she what? did claim it on her insurance, the insurance company would sue you. So I am ordering you to pay every penny of the damage. The $1,621.63 plus the money for the car rental. That's my verdict. Thank you, Your Honor. So the plaintiffs prevail, and Terry, the defendant, and I think your attitude kind of aroused the wrath of the judge. Oh, what do you think? I don't think she was already there before I came in. So. Yeah, I think she was really irritated when you said you wanted her to have her insurance paid well, for. that's what my insurance company told me. We have no fault in New Jersey, and, uh, you know, the comprehensive should have covered that. It was an accident I didn't intentionally do. I know it was an accident, but still, why should she go through her insurance? You, you caused the accident? She didn't you got to pay. There was another car that hit the car. All right. Park. Thank you very much. Right. You must sign some documents outside the courtroom. Right. Maria and Joe are not there out of the courtroom. All right. Did you ask her to pay for this many times or oh, what? Yes. And she was very compliant from the very start. She admitted a fault for her negligence. Yeah. She said she would pay the damages. Then when did she change her attitude? Uh, within several days. Several days. I oh, contacted her. Quick. I sent her a text and she says, no, I'm not going to pay. I spoke to a lawyer. <laughs> So I said, I want to, we have to do something else. Well, you did the right thing. Yes, justice prevails. I mean, do the right thing, own up to your mistakes, and just learn from the experience and be a better person. And unfortunately, she's not. Good enough. Thank Good you. Lesson, our lesson for the day. Yes, be a thank better you. person. Be a better yes. Person. Yes. <laughs> yes. Thank you very thank much. You. Thank you're, you. You're thank very you. welcome. Harvey? Okay, I mean, look, when you have a case like this, you don't automatically win if you're the plaintiff. You have to prove negligence. The fact that she lost control of the shopping cart, boom, end of story, negligence, period. That will do it for this case. Litigants for the next case on the way into the courtroom right now. Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Just bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie will connect you with local pros who match your specific needs. Or book a service instantly at an upfront price. So join the millions of homeowners who use Angie to care for their homes and get your next home service job done well. 
Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Whether it's routine maintenance and emergency repair or a dream project, Angie lets you compare quotes from multiple local pros, browse homeowner reviews, and even book a service instantly. Angie's been connecting people with skilled pros for nearly 30 years. So the next time you have a home project, bring it to Angie to get your job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. These are the plaintiffs, Kelly and Raymond Everd. Kelly says she and her husband went to the defendant's adoption services business to adopt a baby because they couldn't have one on their own. They paid her fee and were shocked to learn that the babies she places have been exposed to drugs. They decided to continue with the adoption anyway, but were ultimately denied, and the defendant refuses to give them a refund, so they are suing for the $1,300 they paid. is that offendant Barbara. She says she's the director of a small nonprofit adoption service, and she's been in the field for 30 years. Unfortunately, the plaintiff Kelly had a prior issue which showed up on a background check, and the couple was denied an adoption. If she'd told her she'd had a prior record, she wouldn't have taken her deposit money, but she didn't. She worked through the process, and she's not giving a refund. She's accused of bungling a baby placement. All parties, please use your radiance. Welcome back to the People's Court. Next case on the docket, the plaintiffs went to the defendant's adoption service, paid the fee, and then found out that the babies that she places were exposed to drugs. But the defendant says she's been in the field for 30 years, and the plaintiff, Kelly, is the one who got denied adoption because of issues. It's the case of baby, you're getting sued. Thank you, Douglas. You're welcome, ma'am. Okay, Mr. and Mrs. Eford, how long have you been married? Two, Almost two years. Two years. And uh, you have a child from a prior marriage, right? Or from prior union? Prior relationship. Prior relationship. How old is that child? He's 27 now. 27. All right. So you, wow, you were like one and done. And then you decided you wanted to have more kids? Yes. Oh. All right. So <laughs> the two of you, um, I guess after trying, realized you, can't, you couldn't. And then you decided that you wanted to adopt. Yes. So how did you find the defendants? That You're the director? Yes, I am. Are you also, I mean, I don't know that there's an owner. and I, I, I mean, you're the, I'm you're it? The you're the nonprofit? Yes. Right, okay. So you created it and, all right. So now, um, how did you find her service? I Googled. Okay. So you go to that company and you tell them we want to adopt and there's paperwork that they show you. Did you read the paperwork that they showed you? Yes, I did. Did you see where it said they were going to do a background check? I barely, briefly seen it. I wasn't really. Well, that's like, you know, that's like yes or no, did you see it? Yes, it, it I said did. Yes. there's going to be a child abuse yes. background check. All right, so you, um, you fill out an application and you leave how much money in their hands? 1200 And then you spent another 100 hence the $1,300 lawsuit. You spent another 100 according to you, on fingerprinting, $50, $50 Yes. Right? Uh, what did you think the fingerprinting was for? Just for the criminal check, right? As normal. Okay. So as it turns out, you end up being denied. She's denied, correct? Yes. How? Why? Why was she denied? 
Because of uh, the history we got back on her. And what was the history you got back on her? We can't disclose that because okay. it's all confidential. Now, here's the thing. Um, that is correct, and that's what the law says. But there's an exception to that when you're in court and someone makes an issue out of it by filing a lawsuit against you. So I, as the judge, am compelling you to go ahead and answer. So you're off the hook for being in trouble for disclosing anything to me. Do you understand what I'm saying to you? Who's yes. the, the lady next to you? I'm She's the case for soup who... Kat, Kathleen. I didn't understand. Her name is Kathleen. She's the casework soup and deals with Wait, wait, she's the what? Casework supervisor. Oh, casework supervisor. You're speaking faster than I do. <laughs> the casework supervisor. Okay. And um, she works with the clients Right. She's directly. suing you because she's saying, you, sh you took my money and I want my money back because you had no reason to deny me. And you are going to give me the reason to deny her. Um, actually, let me make it even easier for you. You had an issue with child abuse in your past. Um, I didn't see it that way okay. at the time. You tell me what you had. Well, apparently it's public record because that's how right. they found it. So what was it that happened in your past? Okay, now, who has kids here? Do you believe in corporal punishment? No, Banking. I no, I do not. Tell me why. Because there's other ways to punish a child besides, you know, inflicting injury onto the child. What do you say? I agree with him. But I do believe kids should be spanked. Oh, but spanking is a form of corporal punishment. <laughs> well, it just depends. As long as it's on the butt and nowhere else. <laughs> okay, well, but that's a good question. Is that okay? No. No? Uh, no spanking. No. I gotta say, I just gotta tell you, I, <laughs> this dog, this dog looks so much like one of my dogs. She's amazing. So she only has two legs? Only two legs. She was abused? Abused survivor. Oh, but she's good now. Look at What's her name? Maya. Maya, you're so cute. Going inside the courtroom. My son was 14 at the time. And I, something had happened where I think it was something to do with TV or something to that effect. I can't really remember because I didn't really know that it was going to go was that far injured? back. Was he injured? And yeah, he had like a couple of things done. What was it that, how was he injured? Um, broken leg, broken fingers, no broken, broken bones. What? What no was broken it? bones, just like a mark. Okay, did you use anything to hit him? It was a sneaker. All right, and um, did you, was he bleeding? I didn't see, I was so nervous, I didn't really. How many times did you hit him with a sneaker? As I remember, I think it was a couple of times. Did he, how did the authorities get involved? I called. Oh, who did you? I called 911. To say what? Just to get him checked. Just to make sure he was okay. Okay, so he goes to the hospital and how long was he in the hospital? Just that day. And then they released him the same day. Okay. And did you tell them I got into an argument with him over yes. television, whatever? And, yes, okay. I did. And then DCF got involved because yes. you said I beat my kid and yes. was in the hospital. Yes. Um, all right. So now there is an application. The application doesn't, you say I filled the application honestly. And that's true because the application doesn't actually ask the question, do you have a problem? You know, was there ever a prior problem? But you knew they were going to be looking for that. So what did you think was going to happen when they researched the background? I really thought I was cleared because it was so many years ago because I work in the school system. Did you ever bring it up to her and tell her, listen, this is what happened. It was, you know, so many years ago. Did you ever say it to her? Uh, I said it was a long time ago. No, 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 no. Not afterwards once you're denied. I mean, when you're sitting there, 
being the perfect couple who wants a baby, did you ever tell her, listen, there's this thing from a long time ago, let me explain? No, I didn't tell her right away. Okay. Um, were there, uh, was it one um, emergency room night or was he hospitalized? One, well, one night. Okay. One, yeah, one night. Well, there was... But there's a prior incident before that one. Okay. So there was already an open case when that case happened, you mean? It wasn't or? open, but it was opened. And closed. Open and, and closed. closed back when? I don't remember that part. All right. Let me just ask you, though. Um, you know, adoption is a privilege, not a right. And it, was, it couldn't have been clearer that they were going to. You just made a bad judgment call. You decided, oh, it's so old, they're not going to find it. You, weren't, you didn't come clean about it to her. If you had, she would have told you, don't even bother. And no, it's never too old to be on the records. You started to say something about you work for the school system? Yes. And um, when did you start working for the school system? In 2001. So, and this was back when? 2004 or five. Oh, so it was after you started working for the school system. And the school system never fired you or anything else. You didn't have a problem. No. That's what made you think that it wasn't going to matter? Or? I. It matters. Okay. And it matters, and you lost your money because, you know, it was always going to matter. You just misjudged whether you could hide it. Why would this lady have to pay you back? She didn't make any money off of this. You understand the time with the lawsuit and the demands for the money back and the time that, that they took to interview you? This is a nonprofit. She, I'm sure that the nonprofit pays itself a salary because she's got to eat, but it doesn't make profit at the end. Why would I make them return that money to you when you used it up by applying and getting investigated and everything else that they had to do? What, in what world would it be fair when you're the one who has this in the background and decided to keep your lips shut about it in order to be able to adopt a child? Don't you think it's relevant? Like maybe they should know if when you lose your cool, you hit somebody with a sneaker repeatedly and they end up in the hospital. That's kind of the kind of thing that, that an adoption agency should know, right? All right. Yes. My verdict in this case is for the defense. So after learning the details of the case, the judge finds for the defendant in this case, uh, Ms. Eford, yeah. obviously, you know, what you didn't explain to them when you were applying came out in court a little bit today. I'm surprised you didn't think it would come out. Am I right? Right. So obviously you can't win the case. The judge found for them. What are you thinking? Um, I'm a little discouraged, but I, like I said, I didn't know that I was supposed to because we never adopted before, and this is like all new to me. We never even attempted to adopt in the past or anything like that. It's my first time for everything. I guess you never asked if you're turned down, would you get the money back? You didn't ask her that. I didn't ask her anything. Yeah, okay. I didn't know. I had no knowledge of it. Well, you learned the hard way, okay? Yes. I'm sorry about that. Oh, thank thank you. you very much. Thank you. Okay, thank you. very good. You thank may you. sign a few documents. Now Barbara is on her way out of the courtroom. She's the defendant, runs the adoption agency. So are you, are, were you worried when you got sued over this or not? No, we just realized that our time would be taken up by doing this. And it's, it's good because everybody will know what they expect in a, when they sign an application That's and do an adoption. Great lesson. Well, thank you very much. You're okay. quite welcome. All right. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you, ma'am. You're very welcome.
So look, I mean, the bottom line here, Doug, is that the plaintiff is the reason that this adoption fell apart. Defendant did her job. She's entitled to get paid. And we'll do it for this case, litigants, for the next case on the way into the courtroom right now. Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, ArmorAll, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every $20 you spend on ArmorAll products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at ArmorAll.com. ArmorAll, less work, more clean. Terms apply. This is the plaintiff, Mary Vale. She says the defendant was a very good tenant of hers and always paid his rent on time. And that's why his behavior when he vacated is such a mystery. The defendant often left out of the blue. He stopped corresponding to her and he left a huge mess behind, which upset the other tenants. She has no idea what kind of crazy got into him, but she's owed $2,500 and is suing for just that today. This is the defendant, Dylan Allen. He says everything was fine with his tenancy until the plaintiff put her daughter in charge. And he had an unfortunate altercation with her, and he decided to move out. If it weren't for the plaintiff's daughter starting trouble, they wouldn't be here in court today. He has become the enemy but owes nothing, so end of story. He's accused of disappearing. All parties, please use your right hand. Welcome back to the People's Court. Next case on the docket, the plaintiff says that the defendant was a good tenant until he went crazy uh, and then moved and left a mess. But the defendant says everything was fine until the plaintiff put her daughter in charge. It's the case of her mother, her daughter, her mother, her daughter. You're welcome, in. All right, Ms. Vale, you're suing Dylan Allen, your former tenant, for $2,500 that you say he owes you after he left the tenancy because according to you, he owes rent and he damaged the place. How long was he living there? Since September of 2017. Okay, and had things been going fine until the end, like during were, the tenancy? They were going great. He paid his rent on time. I trusted him. All right, now this is a house that is located where? In Winter Garden, Florida. And you live where? In Montana. Okay, and you bought this house so that your daughter could live in it? I bought the house primarily so that I could rent the three rooms, my daughter being one of them. Originally, she lived in the master, and my husband and I would go and visit and get out of the Montana winters, and we would go several times a year. And then she moved out and had an internship, so then Dylan moved into the master. And then your daughter moved back? She moved back into the house at that point. Okay, and then she was living in one of the regular rooms. Right. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, now, you were living there how many years, did she say? Since September of 2017 through May 2019. Okay, and you liked it, it was fine. Uh, for the most part, um, up till towards the end, yeah. What happened towards the end to change the complexity of things? Well, there were a lot of issues going on with um, the landlord's daughter. Like what? Her not picking up after herself, um, her having a cat and a fish, which my lease agreement says no cat, no fish. Um, she was using closet space. Does it and specifically then, say no cat, no fish, or no pets? It says no pets. Okay. <laughs> in, my, in my lease agreement and the other tenant's lease agreement, it specifically says no pets. I'm allergic to cats. You know, the... Did uh, the cat come... When did, when did the, was the cat introduced into the mix? The cat was introduced probably towards the end of April. 
which is also the same time that she told me that I should forfeit the master bedroom because- Who's she? The landlord's daughter. The landlord's oh. daughter said that to you. No, I know no. the landlord said it to you later. I'm, I'm trying no, to- No, no, the, the, the landlord, she said that I should forfeit okay, the master bedroom. Okay, let's hold on. Bedroom. Before we get to what the landlord e emailed you, tell me about the problems with the daughter. That's what I want to know. So this is part of the part of the problem with the daughter. So another issue with the daughter is that she was using a closet space that was supposed to be given to me in the master bedroom and I needed the extra space. And personally, I didn't like the fact that the landlord's daughter could come into my bedroom to have access to the closet space. Like I felt like, you know, that was a privacy issue for me. Uh, okay, but I'm so confused because she moves back in after her internship and how is it that she got that closet? Did you give her permission to use that closet? No, the landlord originally said, this is an email, I need to clear out one of the two closets and the master, my daughter's stuff. She's living in Panama City Beach now, but she saw some, some stuff in the house. So, okay, but when you moved into the master and you took mm -hmm. over the master, what, was it always part of the deal that she would have the closet? No, that was never original. It was, I, my impression was that everything in the master bedroom, the two closets and the master bathroom would be mine, that it was all included. All right, now you're in a month to month, right? Correct. Okay, so at one point, so you have, was there one particular blowout with the daughter? There was yeah, more than one, I would say, including myself and the other tenants. Who's the gentleman who's with you? Um, he's a witness. He was a witness to... Did you live there? He did not I live was, there. I did not live there. Okay. Were you a friend that was there a lot or...? I was. All right. So what is it you're a witness to? I'm a witness to the animals being in the house. I'm a witness to, you know, the daughter being, uh, keeping the house not very clean. I'm a witness to the closet space not uh, being his. Okay. All right, so you get an email uh, from her mm -hmm. that was polite. It wasn't, you know, an in-your-face email where she says to you, listen, I'm I've, I've decided that it makes me uncomfortable to share one of the other bedrooms with my daughter when I visit to leave the win harsh winters of, where was it? Wyoming, Montana. Montana. Um, so I'd like my daughter to go back into the master bedroom that way I can share that with her and have our own bathroom and not have to impose on the other tenant by sharing a bathroom with her. So she says that to you and it's well before 30 days away. It's like 34, 35, 36 days away. And you are well within your rights to say, that's not gonna work for me, I'll find another place. But that's not what you say. What you say is, I'm not paying May rent. Why? So I felt that because my lease had been violated with How? closet space and the pets, she showed favoritism. Uh, okay, yeah, it's her daughter. daughter. Let, me, let me just tell Correct. you one thing in case I you're living that. in some la-la land where you don't think that the landlord's gonna show favoritism to her daughter, she is. So your remedy, if you don't like it, mm -hmm. is to leave under the rules of your agreement. When you're in a month to month, it's under the rules of the law. And the law is the 30-day notice, right? So. Where you are is she gives you 30-day notice, and all you got to do is say, you know what, I accept it, I'm giving you 30 days notice, I'm not going to stay. And then that's it. Then you live out May, and then you go along your merry way. You've given her notice, she's given you notice, it doesn't work for you. Maybe even she tells her daughter, well, listen, forget it, I like him, he's a good tenant. Or maybe she doesn't, because yes, she likes her daughter more than you. That's true, all right? So whatever it is, it'll be. But these are the ground rules that everybody plays by on the 30-day notice thing. So why are you entitled to skip the 30-day notice and just say, here's what's gonna happen. 
I'm not going to pay you for May. You can take my security deposit. I'm going to prorate it because I'm out of here May 13th. And then uh, I'm only going to pay you 88. But why do you get to change the rules of the month to month law? So I felt, and this is my personal opinion, that I was being retaliated against because, again, just as you said, it's her daughter. Of course, she's going to show favoritism towards her daughter. So I felt that because of all these altercations, all of these things that had happened, this was retaliation towards me, trying to get a, a rise out of me. Why? But it wasn't. It couldn't have been more polite. And then when, when you ignored it, then it was another super polite one. Then when you ignored her calls, there were super... Why were you ignoring every contact your landlord tried to have with you? I honestly, towards the end, I didn't even live there that That isn't much. the end. That was the beginning. That was as soon as you... Did you... She said, after giving it a lot of thought, this is, and, uh, and then she said all the things I said. Then you said, after giving it a lot of thought, I'm not paying rent in May. I'm going to just pay you $88. Take the $300. I'm prorating up to May 15th. And then you had no communication with her after. And she's like, look, you know, I was expecting $800 from you. I have bills to pay. You can't just tell me you're giving me 80 That's not how this works. You know, you're supposed to give 30 days notice. I gave you 30 days notice. I could have waited till you paid on May 1st and then told you then. I didn't do that to you. Why are you doing that to me? She was super nice. She's not her daughter. And... I just, I don't see how you, well, you know, how you think that you could be right on that. But the bottom line is that you're not. So you paid, he paid what, $88 for $88 me? $88 for me. Okay. So you are entitled to the other 712 The next thing you're suing for is $560 and 10% late fees. How do you figure? It's in the contract. Yes, except for agreement? that once you know he's leaving, he's entitled to leave in June. Why would you be entitled to 10% anytime past June? Yeah. Okay. So... That would be another 80 for the late fees. Then you're suing for the security deposit. Well, he didn't give me 30 days notice. So yes, I understand. That doesn't entitle you to pocket things. It entitles you to rent, okay? And what he did do is he told you right away, no, I'm not moving out of the master bedroom, so I'm out of here. So you don't get to add, oh, by the way, give me another security deposit. That's not right. All right, now the locksmith fee. What happened with the keys? So the keys, I had been without a key for quite some time because I had been using the garage door keypad in my car. The garage door opener, I had programmed it to my car. That was my means of getting in and out. I didn't see the need of having a house key, so I gave it to the landlord's daughter way back when. I couldn't tell you when, um, probably a couple months after she moved in. So I hadn't had Do you have any proof of that? I did respond at one point in time when we were texting back and forth with one another that I had given the key back to her daughter at some point. I don't recall when yeah, I did kind this. That's of, kind of flimsy. All right, now let's talk about, you know, the big ticket items, which are, well, the rent was a big ticket item, but uh, you are accusing him of having damaged the place. Do you have pictures to show I do. me? I do have pictures. So I have pictures of TVs that he mounted on the walls without my consent. The contract does state that if there's any permanent improvements made to the house, that they have to have my consent prior to that. So uh, there's pictures of the TVs, and then there's pictures, These are pictures of, the, of the kitty cat. Then there's pictures of the holes in the walls. Is that, that he, the kitty cat going under your bed? Uh, that was in her room. It oh. actually was in my room before I ran it off. I'm allergic to cats, so that's why I had a big okay, issue. Okay, but with the see, pets. if I'm going to believe that that's why you wanted to leave then I need to see some evidence of the truth of that. I think you wanted to leave because you felt dissed over having to move from the master to, to, the, to, the spare, to the other rooms. So can the landlord show favoritism to her daughter? I mean, it's not even a question of favoritism. The daughter also pretty much kind of owns the house because it's 
she's like related by blood. That's a good point. That's a really good point, going inside the courtroom. I was never aware of the cat being there when Dylan was in the house. I don't know what that means. Uh, well, those pictures that he took, he never notified me that there yeah, was no, a cat Yeah, no, because it wasn't house. a problem. Okay. Go ahead. All right. So then I have holes in the walls. May and, I see the pictures? And then there's a picture of uh, missing Wi-Fi equipment. Now, you did have uh, mounts that you put on the wall. That is correct. Right. And according to your original lease, it does say that if you remove those, um, you got a spackle and paint, right? That's did what you? it does say. Now, this was my thought with everything. When I originally moved in, I had noticed that... There were wall hangings on the walls. There were even holes in the walls in the master bedroom. And my thought was, okay, well, she allowed these other tenants to get away with this, and she didn't care about repairing it after they had left. So I had put the wall mounts up on the walls. She okay, had visited, do you have any pictures of how it looked when you when you moved in? Unfortunately, I did not take pictures right. when I so moved what's, in. That was my what's mistake. What's good for the goose is good for the gander, right? So that's not going to work. All right. Um, you know, that costs something when you leave those holes there. I don't know whether they repaired or just put something else there, but she's right. That costs something to repair. Um, does it cost $510? I don't think so. What about a bro broken ceiling fan she's talking about? When I moved out, that fan was perfectly working. There was nothing wrong with it. If anything, if it stopped working, that could be normal wear and tear. You uh, what say. is wrong with the fan? Um, the fan doesn't work. I had an electrician. Why would that be his fault if the fan doesn't work, though? Well, he didn't notify me that it so was what? broken. So well, what? How is it his fault? Why does a tenant have to pay for a broken for a fan that doesn't work? That's actually the opposite. That's something the landlord has to fix when the tenant complains. Correct. But so uh, unless he broke it, why would he have to pay for it? It wasn't working when he left, and it Who was Who cares? Working. I'm going to assume it wasn't working when he left. Shame on you for having a non-working fan. Why is a tenant having to pay to fix a fan that's supposed to be working. Why is that ever on him? It's not, that's okay. the answer. All right, okay. everybody agrees there was a $300 security deposit, right? Yes. Okay, I think you're entitled to the rent for May. I think you're entitled to interest on it. I think you are entitled to the locksmith's fees. I think you are entitled to the garage opener. And I think you are entitled to the sum of $200 to patch those holes which would entitle you to $1,153. You already have on your side his $300 security deposit, so that gets deducted. And that leaves a net judgment in your favor in the amount of $853. I am ruling in your favor. Pay the lady. So the plaintiff does have to give the... Uh or rather, the defendant has to get the plaintiff back some money, $853. What, yes. do, you, what do you think about that? Um, well, I mean, I think it went as well as it could. She was suing me for a lot more than she was awarded. Yes, so, she was. You know, my intent in coming in here was to win, but, you know, you take it and you move on. The judge thinks you're having to move to the smaller bedroom was one of the main causes of your discontent. Um, Is that right? Well, as it was an inconvenience to her when, you know, she would vacation um, in the other room, it was an inconvenience to me, and that's how I felt. All right. Thank, Thank you. you very much. You must sign some documents. Ms. Vale, I think you learned a lesson, too. Take pictures, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. you, you live in Montana. Yes, I do. And yet you, you have this apartment here to rent. It's kind of hard to do that long distance, isn't it, to manage it? Well, it is hard to manage it. That's why I have my daughter living there now. Yeah. So that she can act as property manager. That helps. Yeah. All right. Thank you very Thank much. You. you must sign a few documents. Harvey? Doug, rent strikes are really dangerous because if you withhold too much money, you can get evicted. Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Just bring them your project online or with the Angie app, 
Answer a few questions and Angie will connect you with local pros who match your specific needs. Or book a service instantly at an upfront price. So join the millions of homeowners who use Angie to care for their homes and get your next home service job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.